Anchor Morning Audio date is 08.4.2022. Current time is 0525 a.m. Eastern Time. And oh yes, this is the Anchor Morning Audio. And good morning. The Anchor Morning Audio. We're giving it another try, folks. We've had a little problems here the last, uh, this past Tuesday and last Thursday trying to get the Anchor Morning Audio, but we got a backup system in place. But we're getting started here with the uh, morning coffee with a teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa. As far as that goes, it's a coffee hack to get my metabolism going. Mm. It tastes good. It tastes good. But Rich Roberts, at Fireman Rich here on the Anchor, as well as at Fireman Rich over there on Twitter, where I told myself as a social media observer, social media enthusiast. In other words, I like doing things on this on this thing called the internet. And one of those things is doing the audio. Of course, I do do the live stream over there on Twitch, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But Tuesdays and Thursdays are doing the audio. Like I said, the last couple times out, we've had problems with the audio, and we're giving it another try. And um, we have a backup uh, recording in progress. Uh, I normally do this on the iPad Mini using the Boss Jock app as our intro music fades out. And uh, that's coming from the iPad Mini using the Boss Jock app, which you can't get anymore over on iTunes Store. It's uh, now, I think they switched it out using, uh, it's called uh, Backpack Studios. But uh, also recording is the uh, process that I got in place using Audacity on the desktop just to have a file that I know will... Uh, uh, that that I will be be able to use because the last two times out, uh, and we're we're going to get this story here. I've been trying to get this story out for the last two times doing the anchor morning audio, and um, so I think I have full confidence if uh, my iPad Mini file bails again, and I think I know what happened because the this uh, past Tuesday when I did it, I I think I accidentally hit the uh, iPad Mini screen, and it. Uh, it just scrambles it, I guess, or something. It just—I think it's still rendering. If I let it go, but I—I I, I got anxious. It says, "What's going on with my iPad?" Man, it's sort of like a black screen type thing, deal. But at any rate, we are here doing the Anchor Morning Audio, where I give you a meet and greet and uh, with a cup of coffee. Uh, uh, hashtag positive start to the day. Hashtag PSTTD. And uh, currently here uh, in the southern tier of upstate New York, where I live and reside, uh, we're under still a heat advisory here. Started yesterday and continuing t- tonight, I believe, until eight. Hmm. But currently it's 60 degrees and uh, it's a little bit warm. It was warm yesterday, very hot and humid late in the afternoon. But it's currently 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Isolated thunderstorms this morning. Then mainly cloudy during the afternoon with thunderstorms likely. Storms may uh, continue. Strong gust of winds. High in 91, so it's going to be hitting 95 probably. Winds out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance of rain is 70%. And uh, 
the sun will be rising here this morning at 0603 which is actually in about 34 minutes it's 529 local here in New York State so 6.03 a.m. this morning and they'll be setting at 8.22 p.m. as far as that goes so uh, uh, we're gonna have a pretty yeah thunderstorms starting isolated thunderstorms and thunderstorms after lunchtime wow they said this morning but on the overall let's see what the 10-day forecast says here on my um, I use the weather underground app it's a pretty decent weather app I've been using it for a number of years oh yeah there it is there's a spike 75% chance it's peaking at 3 p.m. this afternoon so I'll be at the day job today as uh, this Thursday is a wannabe Friday so it's a day before Friday <laughs> we're working for the, w the weekend I'm always stating that during the course of the week whether I'm doing the live streaming or the audio here as far as that goes I do have a thought for the day uh, it's the third tweet that I uh, post uh, I did post something there just before coming on about COVID it's from science tech I thought was interesting uh, but our thought for the day is my third tweet it's uh, after I say uh, good morning all in Tioga County New York and the southern tier of upstate New York uh, tweet on Twitter and have fun Twitter's my mainstay if you follow me on Twitter uh, or just plug in at fireman rich on Twitter you you'll see where what I'm doing here and uh, the second one is always live life and have fun that's what we should do with a hashtag positive start to the day hashtag PSTTD and then comes our thought for the day something that you can think about gives you something to think about and this is from Franklin Delano Roosevelt who's uh, a United States former president uh, great president served three terms the only president ever served through three well he never really finished his third term but he did uh, he was elected to three terms um, and his quote goes as follows the test of our progress is not whether we add more to the abundance of those who have much it is whether we provide enough for those who have too little think about that this is a very uh, relevant and interesting uh, thought for the day the test of our progress is not whether we add more to the abundance of those who have much it is whether we provide enough for those who have too little I think in most cases we are but we can do better we can do better um, we have some very generous people out there that do and I don't think I, I think they fail to get recognized and uh, um, are sort of like on page six when the emphasis is oh we have homeless and all that and there, there's uh, um, the greatness of this country I'm always talking about the United States of America that we have people that are they're traveling thousands of miles to get here you know give it put aside the uh, the immigration thing but we, the people that want to come to this country that speaks volumes as far as I'm concerned they want to come here and they know they're, they're coming here for a better life and um, so uh, we try to take care of the people that we have but we have those people uh, on both sides of the aisle that bicker back and forth and stuff like that and that's where they need to get a, a stiff kick in the head 
to say, hey, it, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle is. It's just the, the right thing to do as far as uh, being kind and generous, as far as taking care of everyone's basic needs, if need be, okay? Um, I'm very fortunate and blessed that uh, I've lived a life that I was able to take care of myself. I'm able to take care of my family. I'm very proud of that. Not rich, but we're not poor. But that's a very important thing. Some people may not think it is, but to me, it's uh, the, the bedrock of, uh, of, of what I, I think about as far as that goes. Family always comes first as far as... Uh, in my my line there and uh, um, I try and provide with what I have as far as that goes and uh, it's it's a whole lot more than what I've seen in people trying to live their daily lives in other countries and stuff where they don't even have a pot to piss in and stuff like that so um, but we need to do that worldwide and um, I, and I, I do believe that there's there's organizations out there that are trying to do that but they're caught in the way of those uh, how can I put it? Uh, people that can't get with the program uh, on both sides of the aisle as far as that goes. So there we have a good thought for the day from former President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And let's see. We, oh, we're doing good. Okay. Um, I did tweet something, and I didn't read it fully, but I found it interesting. It was on COVID. It's from Science Tech Daily. And um, COVID research reveals additional links between immune system, um, SUPAR identification patients at high risk of blood clots, formation, a study for COVID uh, cohort reveals additional between immune systems and stuff like that. So there might be a, and I know two people personally that uh, they've had a COVID, uh, COVID shot and both booster shot and they're having some issues now as far as that goes one is um, is chronically tired and uh, I guess you can call that co uh, COVID fatigue I've been hearing about that then I have a co-worker that uh, his eyesight was perfect before he took the um, uh, the um, uh, the boot or the uh, vaccine and then the booster and uh, now he's having some slight eye problems that uh, um, that his eye, eyesight is slightly blurred when he is in bright light as far as that goes. So, and he's a lot younger than me. That's that's what's uh, um, fascinating about this, and I'm a little concerned. But he, he's getting uh, being looked at and stuff like that. But uh, it just seems funny that uh, you know he just uh, had perfect eyesight. I mean, better than perfect, if you can believe, if, if there is a, if you can have better than perfect, he said. But his eyesight is dimmed in bright light, as far as that goes, so his sensitivity, um, and uh, could it be linked to the COVID? I don't know. There's studies coming out that sort of starting to point in that direction. And there's always side effects. <laughs> you watch these commercials of all these drugs that they're putting out and stuff, and right in there with the nice... Uh, fun entertaining music they slip in those side effects and when you just listen to those side effects it's like 
holy crap, <laughs> I don't want any of that crap, that stuff. So um, there, there's going to be a percentage, um, and there's always has been and stuff like that. And uh, I'm, I think I'm maybe, maybe, I don't know for sure, but it's too coincidental that uh, these are two um, healthy, strong individuals and a lot younger than I am right now. And, um, you know, and I just look at myself. I had the COVID vaccine and the booster, and I have family members that have had it, and we've had no real issues with it uh, as far as that goes. So um, it's just uh, just an observation, I guess. And uh, this uh, article from Science Tech uh, uh, Daily, Science Tech Daily, uh, uh, is a an article that uh, caught my eye this morning as I was prepping for this this uh, uh, broadcast as far as that goes yeah COVID-19 and you can check it out the link is in my Twitter feed at Fireman Rich right there uh, just before this posting of this audio here uh, the anchor morning audio let's see COVID research reveals additional links between immune system and blood clots and um, uh, so it, it, it's a pretty interesting science tech uh, I follow science tech uh, daily they have some neat stuff as far as uh, keeping us informed on things as far as that goes uh, let me see if I can drive to the article that I'd like to uh, let's see do, what do we have for good history do I got anything um, we'll go there and but this uh, article I've been trying to <laughs> trying to present here on the Anchor Morning Audio uh, this past Tuesday and last Thursday. And like I said, I apologize for those. I haven't put up any audio in a week now. And I have a certain time limit, amount of time in the morning to uh, uh, do the audio. And then it gets rendered, and then if a, a oops happens, I guess I could wait, but then it's not no longer the Anchor Morning Audio because by the time I get to it, I'm out of the day job. I'm finished with the day job and home, and uh, it's not the, it's not morning time anymore. So I like making the audio, and then I post it up right away. So it's, it's, it's live. It's a live broadcast here. I'm sitting here just like I do over there on the, the live streaming for Twitch. And um, to put it up later in the afternoon, it just loses a little bit. And uh, and it just, uh, and like I said, I think I just need to keep my big paw hands away from the uh, iPad mini so I don't <laughs> touch something to activate it, to uh, blank out there. But we do have a morning, uh, uh, present a morning article here this morning. And again, this is the third time. Third time is going to be a charm, I think, because I do have my backup and I'm watching it uh, on the computer screen, the Audacity, which is a great program. I've been using that for years too. So uh, it's a great backup program. Uh, I do use it for the, uh, I'm thinking about doing a, a Tioga radio show this weekend maybe saturday it's uh where i present eight songs over there on mixcloud i i, I think uh i haven't done one in a while plus we got a new month going here but let's get to this article here um from beer to buy gas creating green energy using brewers green farm waste and also some other uh yeah brewers you're using brewers grain 
and uh, farm waste and you I could tell you you could probably imagine what the farm waste is but a Pennsylvania farm has uh, parten partnered with nearby microbrewery to create an alternative fuel production pr uh, product with brewers waste and organic matter so you can know I, I don't need to tell you what the farm organic matter is you can you could figure it you can picture that yourself you know when you say farm organic matter you know what it is uh, the Dickerson College farm in Pennsylvania joined with Molly Pitcher Brewery Company company um, and other local farms to create large quantities of sustainable biogas from materials that would otherwise be discarded. Well, I think the farm organic matter would probably be spread out in the fields <laughs> as far as that goes. So, but the brain, uh, the grain um, uh, material that used the the brewer's grain that's used to brew the to make the beer gets discarded but in this case it doesn't it it, uh, um, it gets used with the uh, farm waste to produce biogas but in a nutshell biogas is where we take organic matter waste matter and convert it uh, them into uh, methane says Matt uh, Stenman the farmers, the farms, livestock operation manager, citing livestock manure, brewers' waste, and food waste as the the fuel fuels for the process. So they mix that all together to make bio, you know, methane, which is a a very useful uh, product, I guess, on the farm. Because in a typical week, Molly Pitcher Brewery uses more than a thousand pounds of brewers' grain to produce beer at its brewery in uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania, I believe, rather than uh, allow the spent grain to make its way to a landfill. Uh, Stenman, the, the farmer's uh, uh, management there, collects it and brings it to Dickinson's farm where the magic takes place. Uh, a digester a digester takes all this out and digest it um, transforms it to, into clean burnable methane gas it's a huge win for the farm as they can now create enough methane to power their own operation that being the farm and those of neighboring dairy farms and these farms they use a lot of energy you know it's just not getting underneath the cow and use your hands no they use auto it's all automated now in these dairy farms and they have enough left over to sell back to the utility company so they're making a buck that's a great thing as far as that goes but it's also a win for the environment of course because you're not uh, wasting this material uh, now we're not brewing we're not just brewing beer says Tim uh, Foles, founder of the uh, of the brewery and its head brewer but we were also trying to help the environment and hopefully lessen the carbon f impact that we have as a brewery so everybody's into this thing of making a, a smaller carbon footprint and I think and I like saying this and I, I, I really believe this I think everybody is trying for the most part studies have shown and I've even presented them here and um, um, on the anchor morning audio that there's data out there the United States is doing their part other countries aren't <coughs> Russia <coughs> China 
Um, they're they're uh, making uh, hundreds of more dirty coal burning power plants where the coal power plants that we have in this country, the United States, they're probably the cleanest in the world. Coal can be a clean fuel to use if you have filters in place. Um, there's other alternatives that, uh, well, here in the United States we're a little leery about using and that's nuclear, but in France they use nuclear power plants. They're building nuclear power plants. 75% of their their energy is uh, from nuclear power. There's um, there's on the horizon. There's new methods of producing energy. Fusion. Uh, we can get uh, uh, energy from the core. Bring it up from the core of our uh, our Earth. As far as uh, thermal energy. As far as I've talked about that. So there's you know. Um, do we need to quit fossil fuels right now? No, we, we're using them quite well and very efficiently, and that has to be looked at and slowly wean off. We can't just cut the cord and then try to go over into these alternative fuels because we're not ready yet as far as that goes. I'm seeing a lot more electric cars. Okay, okay, yeah, they're electric, but what's fueling that electric? Coal-burning uh, power plants. And here in the United States, those coal power power plants are very effective. Uh, when I, uh, I did present a, an article here a few weeks back on uh, thermal energies, that uh, the suggestion is when they pull some of these old coal power plants and uh, you know wreck them down, they should put up one a thermal power plant, which is just as efficient, if not more efficient. Uh, as far as that goes with the technology that we have here in the United States and it could be utilized all around the world the thermal energy uh, as far as that goes so it's just a matter of uh, those people that are in control of all this stuff <laughs> um, making it happen but uh, there seems to be a lot of bickering and uh, hay being produced and um, when I say hay being produced a lot of bullshit uh, from people that don't really know what they're talking about they just say, hey, let's put up some windmills. Let's put up some solar panels. Um, I think I have an article in my queue about dispensed solar panels. Because those solar panels, you, to make these solar panels, you have to have um, fossil fuels. <laughs> you can't get around it making, making the materials and stuff like that. So, um, But we need to use them efficiently and uh, in a way that does reduce the carbon footprint. Okay, I, I'm I'm fully on board of that, but I'm I'm one that we need to do it conservatively, cautiously, as far as that goes. Because if we do it too quickly, it's just gonna just cause a whole bunch of other problems as far as that goes. So um, I have um, another segment here, um, and uh, let's see. Today being Thursday, the fourth. Of August 2022 it's day 2016 and this is uh, uh, the 31st week that we are doing and let's see we have uh, oh we have a couple good uh, we have three national uh, days today let's see we have let's see which one are we gonna favor here which one are we gonna we have oh uh, we have national Coast Guard days thank you for those serving in the Coast Guard as far as that goes and then we have national chocolate chip cookie day that's good but what's this national IP day that's pretty that's even 
more interesting. I like that one, IPA, which deals with beer. And we just talked about beer. So isn't that coincidence? And I didn't plan this. I did not plan this, folks. I just brought this up now. Oh, this is cool. But let's see. We're going to go with National IPA Day. National IPA Day, first Thursday in August. National IPA Day on the first Thursday in August celebrates the beer known as uh, India Pale Ale Beer. And um, let's see. Oh, let's back up here. While the IPA is one of the most popular types of craft beers, and we have a lot of craft beers, and I'm going to probably taste, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an IPA this weekend. We're, uh, there's a lot of craft breweries here in the uh, uh, New York State. So this is pretty cool. While the IPA is one of the most popular types of craft beers, it's also making a resurgence with local microbreweries. Many are experiencing success as their brew finds their way to local restaurants and pubs. And we have that here in the local area, the southern tier of upstate New York. Um, the IPA seems to have developed out of the idea of the 1700s while when shipping ale to India adding hops to the beer increases its longevity of uh, brew. Brewers thought the hops preserved the beer for long voyages in hot climate. One London brewery gained attention for his ability to brew this particular style of beer. George Hodgson shipped many cases of pale ale to India from London. However, no one knew for sure when or who coined the name Indian Pale Ale, IPA. So that's how we got IPA. Wow, I didn't know that. I learned something today and we're talking about beer. Um, breweries, brewers fermented barley to make Indian Pale Ale. Depending on the length of fermentation, um, the, the process may cause some bitterness in the beer even after adding the hops. While IPAs have uh, a reputation of being bitter and hoppy, not all are. They are also tend to be crisp, they're crisper than other beers, and they are. I can say that for a fact. So that that is so cool. National IP Day, the first Thursday in August. Um, so there we have it. And uh, do we have a hashtag? Yeah, hash, hashtag National IPA Day. <laughs> IPA Day. That's cool. All right, there we go. There we have it. I think we're going to, uh, we're over, uh, we're coming up on 27 minutes, and I got to keep this under the 30 minute limit to be able to post it up here on anchor.fm. So we're going to go ahead and exit stage left here, folks. And um, we've had a good broadcast here, and I know I'm going to be posting up either the file from my iPad Mini or the file from the Audacity, as far as that goes. And uh, um, I'll keep you updated next Tuesday as far as what happened. Well, I'll probably be talking about it tomorrow during my um, my uh, live stream broadcast over there on Twitch at Fireman Rich tomorrow morning, as far as that goes. And. Uh, but with that, this is Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich um, here on Anchor, as well as at Fireman Rich over there on Twitter. Wishing you all a, a great Thursday. Enjoy National IPA Day, <laughs> as far as that goes. Hashtag National IPA Day. And uh, you all have a great one, uh, wherever you may be on this big blue marble. Live life, have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks, and thanks for listening.